Let's do a test record. Hello, uh, recording and here, welcome testing, to testing. the Hello. 1062 Hello, episode of George Killian's uh, Irish Red. What? Oh, made I'm sorry. From the Last week was comments of Carl. Oh, that's right. That's right. Come on, man. You're with the program. I, I got to, right? I got hey, to. Well, uh, you Simpson are downloading this episode <laughs> and everybody out there radio should. Uh, this is your host, uh, Jordan, along with Brother Brandon. I'm Brother Brandon. Don't you like that podcast name for you? Brother uh, Brandon. I'm here to spread the gospel. Right. BB. <laughs> Tonight's episode is brought to you That's by your, the BB. Real Podcast right. Network. How you doing, BB? Anyway, so tonight is a little bit of a fun Enjoy one. So we decided that we had a There's lot of fun on this podcast? Yeah, there is. I got a lot of stuff to tell you. Oh, man. A lot of okay. stuff to talk about. Um, but we decided to kind of blow our wad, for lack of a better word. I mean, like, we have a lot of great episodes we want to talk about. We had a fun time on Alien. I mm. hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, we're going to get to round of reviewing, you know, you know, the Batman movies, Terminator, all that stuff in the future. Probably do another commentary one as well. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I could see us. I would like to try, as like a, as like a monthly special, try to do one commentary yeah. a month. Yeah, which I think this is your turn to pick for that one, so I'm interested to see what you're going to do in the future. Well, I, I gave some hints last one. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember you did that. So yeah. uh, maybe I'll give one more at the end of this one. Oh, he's going to give hints. I like hints. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, we just uh, we, we decided, since this was my week, that we're just going to kind of do a bullshit episode. I do have, like, you know, some meat with the potatoes today. Okay. I do have a list, a 42-item a list. That we're going to just talk about, and it's from uh, BuzzFeed.com, and it's called I think it's 42 or 48, but uh, the 40 the the top 42 things that 90 kids would know and nobody else. So something to go back on nostalgia. There's some pictures and some audio, you know, okay. something to go over. But this is kind of just a bullshit episode, and no, we will not talk about the election. <laughs> we enough of that is going on already. Enough. We we talk about it a lot ourselves. We're not going to do this for the show. Um, that's an interesting. That's an interesting thing. I think the because th- you had briefly mentioned it to me uh, earlier tonight about what show we're doing and uh, to to play off of a list to maybe see what a list is offering and then try to give our own like yeah. try to remember. Well, like try to remember. Uh, did that was that part of us? Was it not part of us? Is that was, relevant? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's but interesting. I do have something fun for you. I wanted to hold this off. I wanted to call you. As soon as it happened, but I kind of wanted to hold off. So I got <laughs> the world's greatest story that happened to me today. World's greatest. For me, in my life, because this is okay. fun. So, and some of this is serious and some of this is, is funny, but uh, uh, Brother Brandon. Yes. When you look at me, uh-huh. do I look like I'm a sports guy? Honestly. Do I look like a guy who likes sports? Uh... Okay, uh, I've never had to depict someone in that manner. Trust me, there's a reason why I'm doing all this. This is all reason. And this and this goes with movies. But do I look like a guy that loves sports, like hardcore sports? Based off your beer gut, yeah, I would say. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> do I look like a guy who, who can play golf? Uh, with your beer gut, no. No, <laughs> everything's with the beer gut. <laughs> Do I, and the last question is, do I look like a movie geek? Like that guy at work that everybody knows? What's the name of this movie? Oh, wait, I'll go ask this guy because he <laughs> knows everything. Do I look like that guy? Uh, I mean, if I was a bystander, probably not. No. Okay. Okay. So I don't know. Like, so I do not look like a movie guy. No. Okay. You don't look like you. Uh, you don't look like you're still living off the heyday of the eleven years at Blockbuster where you worked. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> 
Well, there's but there's a reason why I brought this up. So at work, um, I'm not going to say the name of the company or any of my coworkers on air, but right. Uh, but we deliver items, and um, and when I first started the job, uh, they do every year um, in the middle of spring they do uh, what they call the Masters Golf Tournament. Okay. And for the past four years in a row, this guy at work has killed everybody because everybody else is just terrible at golf. Well, did, uh, let me ask you this. Are they very lit by the second, third hole? Before the first tee at 7.35 in the morning, months ago during the spring, uh-huh. they all took a shot at Jameson. And I was like, I'm good. Well, that's that's the that's the result right but, there. But even the guy who's won for the past four years, because the guy was on the golf team in high school. Oh. So this guy was like, you know, the bee's knees with golf. Trust me, this is all relevant to my big story. I'm just building it up. Okay. So uh, they're like, hey, Jordan, do you want to play in our golf tournament? Just being nice and friendly. I was only there for a few months. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm big into golf. I love golf. My brother and I golf together all the time. And they're like, do you like golf? Okay. <laughs> and remember, I won the tournament. Yeah. And it pissed that one Masters guy <laughs> off. And he actually still hates me. Right? How dare he come in? Yeah, he hates How me. How dare he skulk his way in? He actually still to this day legitimately hates me. And I got that confirmed today from my boss. He just, does he avoid you? Does he not like, does he doesn't keep eye contact? or He just straight up like avoids me like I'm cancer. Wow. Yeah, like he just, he really hates me because he was like, oh, he cheated and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you were with me. You're like, you're shaving strokes. If I was shaving strokes in a tournament that we all had $10 on, which there was 12 of us, do you really think if I was you and I said that, I, that, that, that you're shaving strokes, I would say something during the tournament? You decided to say something two days later? It makes no sense. But anywho. You, 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 while you may not have been shaving strokes, yeah, you were definitely different strokes. <laughs> nice. I so, had to go there. So the reason why this is relevant to podcast is... The reason why I asked you too, Brandon, is do I look like a sports guy, a golf guy, whatever, is because I'm off of work today. I'm done. Mm -hmm. So the part of my job is at the end of the day, you go to the boss's office and you get them all the invoices that customers have signed for the day. Right. And two of my buddies, the short one and the tall one, were in there giggling with the boss. And I walk in, I'm like, here, here's my invoices, you know. And he does everything. I'm like, what's so funny, guys? Then they're like, well, boss wants to ask you something. I'm like, okay. I thought they were going to make fun of me or whatever. And they did, technically. But it was a harmful make fun of. And we all made fun of each other afterwards. So this is why this is relevant. My boss says to me, hey, you look like a guy that knows everything about movies. Now, mind you. These guys at work know I love sports and drinking beer and golf. They don't know about my movie past. <laughs> they don't know how many movies I own. They don't know anything about movies in Jordan. Right. Nothing. I've just never brought that up. It's, well, yeah. what my question to you is, is it, um, for these three fellas, um, yeah. how far is their movie knowledge go? Like, what's the extent to their movie knowledge? Is it just strictly what comes to theaters? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that basic, you know, hey, this movie looks cool. What's Suicide Squad about? You know, right. It doesn't really... You know. So suffice to say, they they probably wouldn't be the first person to bring up, hey, let's talk about Living Dead at Manchester Morgue. Exactly. Okay. But <laughs> I will tell you this, though. The tall one, uh-huh. 
He said he never has seen seven. Because I said, dude, because uh, we're this this whole thing was like an hour and a half conversation after work. We were in the boss's office talking, mm-hmm. and roundabout way we were talking about seven, and he was like, I never what's seven, and we're like, what? Anywho, so my so my boss says, is there a one through six? <laughs> my boss was like, Jordan, you seem like the kind of guy who knows everything about movies, and that's why I asked you that question earlier. Cause what kind of what's this what's this face giving off? I, I think it gives off rapist. <laughs> Don't label yourself that. <laughs> but, you know, I do drive in a truck. Uh, <laughs> but, no, it was just the fact, I'm like, so I, I sit down, and they're giggling, and then my boss is saying, asking this question seriously. And mm-hmm. my boss was not making fun. The two guys are making fun behind me. He was actually serious, and I'm like, I'm moving my eyes left and right. I'm like, um, yeah, I know, I know some things about movies. These guys... From the day I got hired until now, don't know that I know anything. Really, nothing. <laughs> not even, not even with my buddies. They don't know. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, 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 uh, yes, boss. I have dabbed in a, a few movies. Yes, I know a few. He goes, well, I got a question about Star Wars. <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> 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 By the end of this conversation, they're gonna say, nerd. You know. Yeah. So I'm like. All right, give it to me, boss. And he said, my seven-year-old uh, is out of school today because it's Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. And um, he calls me up from the house phone and says, I just saw the trailer for something called Star Wars Rogue One. It looks really cool. Can you take me to go see it? Yeah. And my boss was like, yeah, um, have you never seen Star Wars? And the seven-year-old son said, no, what is Star Wars? So he goes, tonight I'm going to show my son Star Wars. Really? And I'm like, I'm like, remember though, remember who this, remember who this seven-year-old son's dad is? Ohio State, Chicago Bears, drinking, bar, sports. Yeah, but I mean, that's even even people who have never seen a Star Wars movie, they typically know who Yoda and Darth Vader are. This kid doesn't. I mean, like this kid's gonna grow up being a quarterback, and you know, like okay, you know, like you know that kind of dad to a son, you know, where your life is football. Yeah, but again. You know? Even a third, even a person from a third world country can tell you who Darth Vader is. I guess. <laughs> but this kid didn't know. According to his father, my boss, his seven-year-old son doesn't know what Star Wars is. So the guys are giggling, and I still don't know why. And um, I'm like, okay, so what do you want to know about Star Wars? He goes, well, my son's never seen any of them, and I want to take him to see this new one. I said, okay. He goes, but what order? Because I just found out online that there's like seven of these. Because I know the originals came out when I was a kid. I said, yeah, uh, New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. And then that's when the two guys, my buddies, started l- slapping their knees giggling. Because I think they knew because of all the movies that I have on display in, in the bar. Yeah. And and I look at, and I look at my boss and I'm like, yeah, um, yeah, New Hope, Empire, Jedi. And he goes, what? And I go, you know... You know, you know, you know the three Star Wars movies that came out when you were a kid growing up. He goes, "Oh yeah, those ones." I said, "Yeah." I said, "You should show him that one." Now, for a typical moviegoer that doesn't know anything really about movies the way we do, uh, it's confusing for him. He was literally confused. He goes, "Well, why do I just show him one, two, three, four, five, six, seven? I mean, that makes sense." <laughs> and I'm like, "True, but you remember when you first saw Empire?" And he goes, "No." I was like, but you said you've seen them. And then the guys behind me are again just on the floor. The tall one is literally rolling, holding his stomach, laughing hysterically. And I'm just kind of losing it too, laughing. And, uh, and I go, okay. 
You don't know Empire. <laughs> I said, okay. You remember the Star Wars movie where the opening battle was on a snowy planet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that's the one when Darth Vader said, Luke, I'm your father? He goes, yeah. I said, remember how awesome that was to you? He goes, yeah. Don't you want your child to have that same experience? He goes, but I don't get what you mean. I said, okay, look. Show him 4, 5, and 6, mm -hmm. A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Because if you show him 1, 2, 3, they follow Anakin. And he's like, who the fuck is Anakin? And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Okay. And the guys are just losing it. They're Anyway, so then I was like, okay, 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 okay. But at the same time, though, if... And, and hear me out. Um, if... Continue. If I... If I were to encounter uh, a child or, or a child and his father that were wanting to get into Star Wars, um, I actually would recommend to the child 1, 2, and 3 first. Because, hear me out, 1, 2, and 3 were made specifically for children. Yeah, I agree. And I feel that, I think 1, 2, and 3 is a good, uh, like, a good launching pad. I think that's a good representation of like here's the world, here is uh, the characters. Now, re regardless, they do go into politics and trade federations and shit like that. Yes. I, but at the same time, I think its colorful nature and its goofy nature, I think, is enough to. I think that for a child that's not aware, I think you should. I think those three are the first ones to start off. Yeah. Because you know, four, five, and six, not only being older. Not only having, uh, you know, in terms of technique and filmmaking between then and now, like the editing is slower. Like, there's this there's this article I read that said that you know the reason why many kids today can't get into older movies is because the editing is slower, so their attention span drags. And I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, because we grew up with the original trilogy and we were fine. Uh, oh yeah, well yeah, until we were about nine or ten. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so I don't know. I think I would have. I would have introduced one, two, and three first, um, and then pull him into four, five, and six, and be like, you know, that kid that you liked that became this, became Darth Vader. Uh -huh. He'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, well, here's Darth Vader's story. Here's 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 the guys. Here's the monster uh -huh. of this series. Here's his story past this, and here's how he comes to terms with his own son and daughter. Yeah, but that's an interesting point. But for me, this is how I sold it to him. Mm -hmm. You were so like, oh, my God, right? And he's like, yeah, when you found out that Vader was Luke's father, right? I said, yeah. He said, yeah. I said, if you show him one, two, and three, the surprise, because that's really what this whole franchise is built upon, was that big twist mystery, right? That's pretty much my argument, right? Yeah. So I'm like, if you see one, two, and three, that, that Luke, I'm your father is not going to carry the same weight as that. it did with our father or with us. He goes, so when your daughter's old enough, are you going to show her 4, 5, 6? I said, I'm going to show her 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and then all the spinoffs. He goes, the spinoffs? And I was like, oh, God damn it. I said, okay. The movie you're taking your son to in December like, is a spinoff. And, <laughs> and, and, then, and then the other two guys in the back, again, they are laughing for an hour straight. They're, yeah. they're, they're enjoying this because here is... My boss, who is your uh, football coach, you know, football's life uh, kind of guy, asking a movie geek who he didn't realize was a movie geek 
serious questions <laughs> about movies. And I'm like, okay, so you remember the beginning of Star Wars, A New Hope? And he goes, I don't, I've never seen Star Wars, A New Hope. And I'm like, no, Star Wars, the one that came out in 77, the one that you came out when you were a kid. He goes, oh, okay, yeah. I said, remember they blew up the Death Star? He goes, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, A New Hope wasn't really added until... Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, okay, I remember that. I said, well, in the beginning of the movie when Darth Vader... And I was just simplifying this for him. I was like, in, in, in the beginning of the first Star Wars movie where Darth Vader kidnapped Princess Leia, he's like, yeah. The reason why he did that was because the Rebels stole plans for the Death Star to blow it up. And that's what this movie that your son saw the trailer for was this is Rogue One, the people that stole the plans for the Death Star. He goes, so was this episode eight? No. And then I explain all that to him. So he goes, so you really think I should show him four, five, six? I said, yes, because when your son hears Vader say, Luke, I'm your father, it's going to blow his fragile little mind. <laughs> and then... When you show one, two, three, you'll get how Vader became Vader, not the way that he wants it or anybody else wants it, the way only George Lucas wants it. Right, that's a good point. But like, because when he says, "Luke, I am your father," it's if you see one, two, three first, it's not going to carry the same way. It's going to go, "Yeah, I know." Oh you know? yeah, because of Leia giving birth to. Because Padme giving birth. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So it's like he's like, "All right, all right." And then I and he was like, okay, cool. So you know a lot about Star Wars. I said, yeah. I said, you know, my dad, uh, you know, took Brandon and I to see the Star Wars movies, and we like. And you know, sometimes I, and this is where I fucked up. And uh, I said, yeah, sometimes we dress up for the movies. He goes, well, what? <laughs> and then everybody loses it. And they're like, you dress up? I was like, yeah, sometimes, you know, I dress up in a Sith robe. And he's like, what's a Sith robe? And there's all these things that we are geeks about, and you're just like Jordan, you're digging yourself into a fucking hole, you know, because you're talking to you know, jocks. Yeah, and um, and it just was funny. And I was, and then what they didn't get, and this is my whole point to this whole thing. Got my boss, my two buddies who are my coworkers at work, laughing hysterically about Star Wars. And I was like, yeah, you know. And the whole point of this thing is, at the end of this whole ordeal, I said, yeah. Sometimes we dress up because it's fun, because it's a great time to dress up with other people. Like the same movie, it's like a fucking party. Yeah, and I said it's like Rocky Horror Picture Show. And all three of them stopped and looked at me and said, what the fuck is Rocky Horror Picture Show? What? Absolutely, I swear on my daughter. And I'm like, you don't know anything about Rocky. And then I'm like, you know what? We're not going to get into this. <laughs> I'm talking to three jocks. If I say transvest transvestite, oh, uh, yeah. any of this, they're just going to say, you're gay, and that whole, you know, stereotypical stuff would happen. Jesus so I'm just like, Christ. you know what, I'm just going to walk away. I said, guys, if That's you want to know smart. what Rocky Horror Picture Show is, just, just just Google it. Or since you guys all have TV, it was on live like a few weeks ago. And they're like, what? I'm like, have a good day. <laughs> TV? TV. But I just, it was just, that was just a funny story for me because... I mean, how does how does your boss not know a Rocky Horror Picture Show? Because that does not know. That was like that he's, was. He's forty three. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, that was one of that was the that was like the cult movie staple of his time. Think about it though. His dad. I don't know anything about my boss, but his because he is a big football guy and he's a big football coach kind of guy. His dad was. I'm speculating. Was probably you know like. And forgive me, this is just a character, so don't be pissed off anybody. But, you know, turn that faggy shit off. Go outside and throw the pigskin. You know, he, his, his dad was probably that kind of guy because that's how he is with his son, I bet. Oh. You know what I mean? So, but at the same time, I mean, the whole 
the whole meaning of a cult movie is that it doesn't find its audience till well after its time. Absolutely. So maybe he probably it probably just didn't even. What? Because Rocky Horror came out seventy four, seventy three. Yeah, I believe. And he was he's forty three, so he was born. And uh, he was he was born at that time. Yeah. So yeah, he wouldn't have known. He wouldn't have known. That's and, true. And the other two guys didn't know. My buddies, you know, I'm just like I, I, I'm not gonna get into it. Yeah. But uh, but it was funny. So um, we came up with an idea. Uh, after I left, the other two buddies left, and they were going home. And I and I said, "Guys, I have an idea." And they're like, "What's that?" And I was like, "Let's fuck with the boss." And they're like, "What are we gonna do?" I said, "It's not gonna happen, but it'll be funny." They're like, "What?" I was like, "How about on Monday I show up in the Darth Vader outfit, and you guys show up as stormtroopers, and we'll see what happens." <laughs> so anyway, but that's my fun little story that went on for twenty minutes. But uh, no, it was funny, and I just had to tell you, no, that's... Be- because it's a star Star Wars story. It just uh, I don't know I I. I guess I have to I have to be more open minded with the fact that something as culturally wide as Star Wars is still not known very much by some people. I guess. Well, here's the cool thing. This is what I liked about it when I and and, and guys, this is pod pass because this Star Wars is the past, and we'll talk about a whole po- Star Wars episode in the future. <laughs> but the reason why I liked it is because you have a dad, regardless of his views or his outlooks or anything like that. One, he generally has an interest to want to be there for a son. Showing his son Star Wars. Right. Absolutely. So I was thinking about on the way home, and I was driving home, I was like, he's going to show his son Star Wars. He's probably going to do four, five, and six. That's cool, mm-hmm. you know, because I think I have a very valid point. He probably, he himself probably won't get into it, but I think it's the fact that his, his, his son really wants to, I think it's, it's probably more of the joy, which I think is most important. Yeah. You right. know, like, because it's, now, granted, it, I mean, they're all sort of movies. His son probably will be bored. But if I was the dad, I'd be like, sit through this first one. I know you may not like it. It's a really cool movie, though. Your dad really likes it. Wait till the next one. It's called Empire Strikes Back. You'll be glad I showed you. Because, again, <laughs> I guess to repeat what I said, I think I had a very good argument with him. You are going to tarnish the Luke, I am your father scene if you see one, two, and three first, if you've never seen them before. Yeah, see, I guess that's true. See, I was think I'm just I was thinking in terms because I was thinking of how how much older the the first three are to the new three. Yeah. So, but th- that that's true, and I think now that you mentioned it, there is a shit ton of YouTube videos out there of, of parents uh, recording their children when it comes to that that moment. With yeah, Darth when they do the oh, they do like the old look. Oh, yeah, man. when Vader reveals that he's Luke's father, the children's faces just light up with like they're. Yeah, yeah, like you said, like their 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 minds are shattered. <laughs> yeah, they're little fragile minds, and that's cool because as a parent, you went through the same thing. I remember how shocked I was when he says, "Luke, I'm your father," and I remember and I remember our dad. Dad showed me it, and as, as soon as it happened, um, Dad was like, "Oh my god, okay, okay, okay." And, and Dad was like, "That was like a kid in a candy store." He's like, "Oh my god, okay, this happened." I was like, "What's going on?" And he goes, "Luke, I am your father," and Dad goes, "Fucking right," you know. He didn't well, he didn't say "fucking right," but he was just like. Argh! And I'm like, what is with <laughs> he was he was like, do you see that shit? That is awesome. And it's like, okay. <laughs> see, uh, I unfortunately didn't get that magic. Oh, you didn't? No. Um, I actually, uh, I think because as you well know, um, I you know didn't get to spend time with dad till the summers. Yeah. So, you know, my access to movies, uh was very slim until a certain age. So the whole Luke, I'm your father was a slogan that was passed around all the time. Wow. So 
I had the misfortune of it being spoiled for me well before I even saw Empire Strikes Back. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, which 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 is which is kind of cool though because that's the schoolyard thing, you know, where kids are like, "Oh my god, did you see the Nightmare on Elm Street movie or whatever?" and they mm-hmm. talk about the kill. Oh yeah. But yeah, um it's it, it was a really cool story and it is about, you know, Podpass because it's about, you know, the the past Star Wars and we will have a Star Wars episode. But we I did promise a segment in the beginning. And we are going to do a segment here, and uh, this is from a website that I really, really like, and uh, they don't sponsor us, but they should. Um, and it's called uh, it's called BuzzFeed. And I was reading this today, and it, it came out a little bit ago, and I was like, I got to show this to Brother Brandon <laughs> and see what he thinks. And okay. there's pictures on this. All so right. this is, if you guys want to look for the article, Google BuzzFeed.com and search 48 Reasons 90s Kids Had the Best Childhood. Okay. All right. So uh, number forty-eight, and see what you about this is Dunkaroos. Oh shit! Now what a Dunkaroo <laughs> is, if you don't know. <laughs> oh, the perfect th- snack. The Dunkaroos were this little plastic thing where it had cream on the right side yeah. and the left side were chocolate or vanilla flavored kangaroos. Fuck yeah, man! All right. Uh, this one, number 47, it's still around. Um, Dunkaroos. It's still- God damn. Dunkaroos. Look at the picture, man. Yeah, I remember them. Well, there was... Uh, oh, shit. I can't remember. No, it might have still been Dunkaroos. I I, was remembering some- I remember our local Hitchcock grocery store. I think it was a Hitchcock brand of Dunkaroo. Nice. Like an off-brand. Right, yeah. but I, it's still the same thing. Like the local Piggly Wiggly? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like the... Uh, it's like... The, probably the title of it was probably like... Uh, Crackers and crackers and dip, probably something like that. Crackers and cream. Or, <laughs> yeah. So Dunkaroos. Uh, this one's this one's still relevant today. But number forty-seven is uh, the gift from the gods, which is called uh, Gushers. Mm. The original Gushers. Mm. Number forty-six. The commercials were, were the best for that. Were you a big cereal kid growing up? Oh, I was. I still am. My favorite cereal, which I still eat every day now, is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. See, ooh, no, I couldn't do that one. Oh, that's my favorite. Because I hated it as a kid. And I still hate it now because, like, I I love crunch. I yeah. love a good hearty crunch in any meal. Sure. So, and it always pissed me off as a kid that by the time Rugrats was done, the fucking toast crunch was all soggy and shit. I know. Doesn't that piss you and off? And it made me want to throw the bowl across the room. <laughs> fuck, I can see fuck Brent. cinnamon toast crunch. I can see Brandon at six years old going, <laughs> it's soggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, my uh, my wife. Um, I haven't had cereal in oh god, probably junior high school. See, I I have problem with dairy, but I if when I'm in the mood for cereal, yeah, I pop in a dairy supplement. Yeah, because like, I'm just, just like I, I'm just like you know what, man. Like if I'm gonna put on some episodes of Sam and Max Freelance Police yeah. or some Street Sharks, you gotta have fucking bowl of cereal. You gotta shit. have cereal. Right? You gotta have cereal. You gotta have your Spider-Man pajamas. You got to. You have to. Um, but uh, Gina just actually three weeks ago. Uh, Gina was like, Jordan, you need to start eating healthier, and uh, and uh, you need to start eating cereal. Here's your, here's your bowl of Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and she was like, so you need to start eating healthier. I would like you to eat cereal. And I was like, I'm not going to eat healthy. And she's like, I know you're not, but I'd like you to eat cereal instead of going to McDonald's every day for breakfast. And I said, okay. Um, she goes, so what cereal may you buy? And I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this rule very simple for you. Because I remember my childhood when I was in junior high. I want tricks. I want uh, uh, Captain Crunch. <laughs> Lucky Charms. I want. One day, I want. I want Cookie Crisp. One day I'll catch that fucking leprechaun. <laughs> um, and I was like Gina, and I was serious. I was like Gina, this is what you need to do. Every Sunday when you go to Kroger, 
which is our local grocery store if you're not local from us, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. If you buy something else for me because it's on sale and you have a coupon, I will not eat it. <laughs> I will eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch every morning. You will have my word, but it will be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The reason I brought that up is because they did not show Cinnamon Toast Crunch. By the way, my second favorite cereal was Reese Poofs. Uh, I like Reese Poofs. Okay, but, it's But this right. one was Cinnamon French Toast Crunch. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. So the cinnamon French toast crunch. Those always the cut the shit out of my gums. Yeah, right. They were see like I like crunch, but yeah. then there's too much crunch to where all of a sudden you open your mouth and you're bleeding out of your between your fucking teeth. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it tastes just like French toast, which was great. Uh, number forty-five. I don't know if you remember this. This was from McDonald's, but this was the Lion King color changing spoons. Oh, I just remember color changing spoons in general. Yeah. Like, they would come, actually, in cereal boxes. They would come sometimes. in cereal boxes. They would come one color. And right. then as soon as you dip them into the milk, they yeah. change a different color. Yeah, yeah. Watch. Watch. They do testing, and they're like, yeah, that stuff had mercury and shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you millennials are the way you are. Uh, number 47 is a classic. Gina told me when I showed her this list tonight, my wife. Uh, so anytime I say Gina, it's my wife. Uh, she was like, I, will, I was not allowed to have one. My parents wouldn't let me. And I was like, yeah, my mom said I would slip and pr- crack my head open. But number 45 is Skip It. Oh, fucking Skip It. The commercial is great. Skip It. Skip It. Yep. Number 45, Skip It. Skip It. Uh, number 40. Which, if, number if for someone who may not know Skip It, Skip It was like at the end of one is this loop you put over either your left or right foot. And it was your own personal hops. It was your own personal jump rope. It had a huge rope. ball at the end of it that talked to you. Right, right. Yeah. So, like, you would build up points, and you would, like... It was your own jump rope. It was your personal jump rope, in a sense. And you you worked your either left foot... Whatever foot had yeah. the loop around it, yeah. had the loop around your foot, that's the foot you worked. And yeah. then you used your other foot to hop over as the stick came around. Never had it. <laughs> I always wanted that, and I always... Skip it, and moon shoes were my pony. If you know what I mean. You know how little girls like, I want a pony, and never gets a pony? Right. I always wanted the moon shoes. Remember the moon <laughs> yeah, shoes? Oh, yeah. And the skip it. Yeah. They never. Now, this one I have a story with, but number 43 is, this is kind of mid-90s, but this was blow-up furniture. Okay. Now, I got a story about this, <laughs> and I shared this years Not ago. the furniture to have if you have pets. <laughs> Not the furniture to have when I tell this quick story, and you of all people will go, Nice. Oh God. Um, I had one. My mom bought me one for Christmas. It was a, <laughs> it was it was it was a black one, made it look like a lazy boy, you know. And it was a blow up thing because it was the '90s and it was cool, right? Just like crisscross used to be cool. <laughs> and uh, I shared this story with another podcast I did. I shared the story about six years ago, mm-hmm. and it killed it. So I'm gonna share this one again. Uh, but uh, it was in the mid-90s. No, it wasn't the mid-90s. It was the time where I discovered that white stuff came out of my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that decade was. We got to slap the parental advisory sticker on this episode. It already is on the <laughs> iTunes feed. <laughs> Since we're talking about 90s, we might as well. Yeah, right? The parental advisory. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Uh, if you get that reference, you are amazing. <laughs> Saved by the Bell. <laughs> That's such a stupid episode. Oh, it the was, trucker pills. It was meant to be serious, but she was so. Anyway, so um, for Christmas that year, I get two gifts that I love more than anything. I get um, the blow-up black chair because <laughs> you know it was awesome, and, and a blow-up doll. <laughs> and I got the three Lethal Weapon DVDs. Oh, and I'm black. I, I was a big Lethal Weapon fan. I hate four. I still hate four. 
so I was like, I want one, two, and three for Christmas. Don't give me four. Whatever you do, don't give me four. <laughs> so she gave me the three ones. And this was really cool because these were the special edition ones that had additional scenes added into the movie, which was kind of cool. Fucking DVD, man, paving the way. Now, Lethal Weapon is not known as a movie to whack it to. <laughs> okay. But uh, the second movie had a sex scene. All right. And it had titties and ass. That blonde uh, South American chick that he was banging. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So I'm in my, I'm, I'm in my room. <laughs> And this was my old house. Oh, this is a black chair. Yeah, this is this is the black blow-up chair. I think I might know where you're going with this. And I'm sitting in the black blow-up chair, <laughs> and um, my mom, my room was across the hall from my ma. And um, so I'm watching TV, and all of a sudden I click through a few channels, and I get to these <laughs> channels that are like that are like 100 channels, and I'm like 100 channels, and I begin to realize I have struck gold. I got HBO and Showtime for a weekend free, if you guys remember that. When, back when it was called uh, Skinamax. And that's what I had. I turned on, it was like 11 o'clock at night, so I think I was in junior high, so this was early 2000s. Um, what we're talking about, this isn't porn, if you're not aware of Cinemax and what it had late at night. It's not the traditional porn that you know of. It never showed penetration. Uh, this is what another term is called softcore. Yeah. Uh, you got, you know, you still got, you still got the, the, the tits and the butt. But you got uh, the simulated sex. But, you know, clearly they're fucking. I probably... Yeah. Uh, some, Back then they did. I don't remember much. But. I don't know. I'm trying to remember some things on Cinemax. And I I don't know. Even then, at a teenage age, it's still... you could I still kind of looked at it as being like, this is highly simulated. Yeah, you think so? But I got the boobies, so I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so this is what happens. I'll make this quick. So, Dad just texted me to ask if you were with me. Um... So I'm in my chair and I realize I have Cinemax, mm-hmm. uh, Skinemax, and I'm like, oh. and I just discovered masturbation that year. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive! So I had my DVD player, and this was there was no such thing as HDMI's back then, guys. This was input <laughs> one and point uh, input two, mm-hmm. and I always had the Lethal Weapon two DVD in that or or Starship Troopers always paused. To the titty scene. Oh, Starship Troopers was Starship right. Troopers was a big one for me too. Right. Yeah. So I mean, so it in Lethal Weapon Two, it's the it's the titty scene where he's where, where Mel Gibson's fucking her, and she's hot. Mm-hmm. And um, so I I pause that scene and I watch Skinamax and I start to do the deed, <laughs> and I'm I'm jerking it right, you know, you know. But here's the thing: I was so young and didn't realize that. The friction of my elbow and the and the blow up chair is gonna oh, start making noises. Oh God! So I'm I'm and all of a sudden I don't know how it happened. It was it was God making fun of me, but all of a sudden, pop blows it it pops the chair pops. <laughs> I'm on the ground. My little hand is on my little dick. Pants around my goddamn ankles. All of a sudden, I hear mom go, what was that? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, switch it off from Cinemax and put it to Lethal Weapon. You know, so when she comes in, oh, I'm just watching Lethal Weapon. Not fucking realizing it when she already... opened the door, it was on a paused scene <laughs> of the titties. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> so what, did she have the talk with you then? No, she didn't have the talk. She just went like... 
what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I was just watching Lethal Weapon. <laughs> I'm gonna use that excuse now when my wife catches me. She's like, Brandon, what are you doing? I'm watching the other woman. And she was like, I didn't know that movie had that custom. I told you it killed in the other show. I knew it was gonna kill here. That is, that's a true story. I'm gonna use that, man. That's okay. I'm gonna use it. I was just watching Lethal Weapon. Wife comes home, you know. I, I thinking, I have, a, I have a good idea of when she comes home. Yeah. But if she comes home early one night and I'm caught, I was just watching Lisa Woman. Know what you should do? You, you should just fuck with her. <laughs> you know, when she comes home, you should be naked on the couch. <laughs> right? With your dick in your hand. Right? Uh huh. And she will, what are you doing? I'm watching Lisa Woman. <laughs> just or just be calm. Be like, I'm watching Lisa Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> so she just, she looked at me. Oh, boy. And she just went, okay. And just walked away. And we haven't <laughs> talked about it since. <laughs> So that's my quick little two cents on that. Anyway, blow up furniture. I'll never own it again. Uh, number 42. I don't know if you ever did this. Heads up, seven up in class. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that's when you that's when you put your head down. Yeah. And then a person who was it in your classroom, uh-huh. you're all at your desk. If I remember this correctly, you're all at your desk. You put your head down. You're supposed to close your eyes. And if somebody taps you, you put your thumb up. Mm-hmm. But then what's the point after that? What happens after that? I'm trying to remember. Oh, shit, man. Um, is that, does I want to say it ends up becoming a guessing game. It's almost like... A, Who tapped a, you, right? Right. Or like... A, I want to say, was it like a... It was like a physical uh, in-person game of like, guess who? Oh, okay. Good point. Okay. I think. Okay, could be wrong, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, I could be totally wrong. You could be right. Absolutely. I'm not sure. You might want to look that up real quick. Okay. All right, I'm gonna look it up here. Because uh, I remember the fuck out of that. I, I mean, it, it it wasn't done to me often, but I do remember it. Let's see here. Uh, I'm gonna Google. Uh, let's see here. How to play Heads Up Seven Up, which I don't remember what it. Okay, let's see here. The students who are touched then get a chance to guess which of the seven students touched them. If they right. guessed right, they get to change places. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it was like it's it's a form of guess who. Yeah, it's a form of guess who. So that's what. It was. So so you had seven kids that were. Which guess who? I guess I guess we should mention that. I, I, I guess it might be on the list. Uh, guess who? No. It's no. On the list. Guess who was a a game. A no. board game, or not really a board game. Uh, number 41, I'm going to add two to this one, a second one. Uh-huh. Uh, it's going to say, this is how we had fun outside. Discovery Zone, but I'm oh. going to add Chuck E. Cheese into that. Because yeah. it's pretty much the same damn thing. Yeah, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. And Chuck E. Cheese is still around. Number 40, this is a good one for me, I don't know for you or for anybody else. We had orange VHS tapes from Nickelodeon. Yeah. And the orange VHS tapes here are Are You Afraid of the Dark, uh-huh. Ren and Stimpy, and Harriet the Spy. It was the uh, it was the Snick collection. It was the Snick collection, and you had orange. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know that you were big time when you had orange tapes. <laughs> when you had orange. I still have some of the Snick collections. Oh, you still have the orange tapes? Yep, yep. I still do. And it's, uh, it's an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark. It's an episode of Ren and Stimpy, an episode of Roundhouse. Wow. Oh. And an episode of Clarissa Explains It All. Which I saw on BuzzFeed as well. i got to show you the link sometime. But do you know that people on eBay are selling the classic Disney 
like old, like you know, like Breeding the Beast. You remember how Disney back in the day had the big, huge white VHS cassettes that you oh yeah yeah like a um book? called a clamshell. Those are being sold for hundreds of dollars. It's uh, any any time you stumble upon, and not just Disney. Anytime you stumble upon, uh, even video rentals, like I mean, they can be considered clamshells. Oh, really? It's anything that's like a plastic protection, and it's like long and rectangular. Okay. Okay. Well, I, sorry. That's, I just know that because I'm, I I have a, a pretty substantial VHS collection. You do have you. It's <laughs> it's that insane. Um, he wanted to make sure your back was cool. Uh, anywho, uh, number 49, uh, 39. Now, Gina was explaining this to me, but I didn't understand it. It says mind games, and it has a bunch of marbles and little holes. Oh, no, that's, um, that's, uh, that's Mancala, I believe, or Mancala. What is that? I don't remember this. Oh, shit, I remember that. Kids on the bus used to play it all the fucking time. It was marbles in this little... No, no, they're not marbles, per se. They're, uh, they're more like, uh, I think, like... I guess you could call them like fashionable, like pebbles. Okay. Fashionable pebbles. Fancy pebbles. Um, but essentially, can I hold your phone for a minute? Yeah, do what you got to do, buddy. All right. So I think that's how you pronounce it. It's Mancala. And what it is, so you have. I'm gonna try to explain this good too for the for the listeners. So you have the two ends of the board here, right? Yeah. And each end of the board, this rectangular board, which has uh, six, has twelve spaces to put your fashionable pebbles in. So at the end of each board is uh, a tray. And what you did was you started from this top here and you would grab, I believe you want to grab the, all of the marbles, all of the pebbles that are in the first tray, and you do one at a time. So let's say this first uh, thing here has like five pebbles. Okay. So you grab them, and then you do, you put one in each, uh, each little hole in sequential order. So then you go one, two, three, four, and you have the fifth one you put in the tray. And that, as you build up pebbles in each tray, that eliminates the pebbles within the circle holes. Gotcha. And whoever has the most pebbles in their tray at the end of the game, when there's no longer any left in the actual holes, is the winner. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I never played that. I don't remember that. Kids on the bus used to do that. They used to have that game all the time. It was quite fun. Um, this one I had. This same exact item I had. And you and I played this a lot. Number 38. Weapons from the future... Gray laser tag. Laser tag. Do you remember I had that? Yeah, dude. We would always play. We would always pretend to do uh, Ridley Scott's Alien with those. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> In your backyard. You remember those? I do. Oh my good god. Even better is uh, laser tag arenas. Yeah. Qzar. We gotta go to Qzar again. It's still around. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about this one. This uh, Gina said this was more of a girl thing, but number thirty-seven was ways of predicting the future. Girls used to have these things that said mash. Oh fucking mash. Yeah. You never did mash? No, but Gina said this was more of a girl thing. It's not. I I mean I think it was for all people really. Oh, okay. It was like uh, I don't know. It was a cool and fun way to like determine who would be your future wife or husband. What would be your future job, or your future car? Well, this person's fucked because it says the future husband is a hobo. Okay. Live in a butt. Live in a butt. B u t t. <laughs> your car's a horse. <laughs> Money, one million doll hairs. <laughs> Job, bus driver, and pet snail. Yep. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Mash was amazing. Number 36 is virtual reality with a Microsoft Windows logo. <laughs> yeah. That was a big one. <laughs> uh, 35 was digital pet Tamagotchi. I Tamagotchis. had one. Mine always died because it pooped itself a lot. 
That's just, <laughs> it's terrible. I saw Kill Gene carried mm-hmm. on even in the virtual world. Uh, this was very popular for uh, gymnasiums. Wow. A butt scooter. See, I don't know those. Okay, see, I had these. We. This was in gym. This was in gym when I was in elementary school. Uh-huh. We would we would put our butts on these butt scooters. Okay. And we would just scoot around and be like race car drivers. Seriously, that's all. Literally, it, it looks honestly. Um, there's a mechanical. There's a mechanical. There's a mechanics tool called a creeper. This well, pretty much yeah. The same thing. Kids. Okay. Uh, number thirty-three is because we always wanted to test the limits of the pencil sharpener. Oh fuck yes. Yes. Uh, number the pencil th- sharpener. This. What do you mean? What he's saying about pencil sharpener? This is an electronic. Yeah. Uh, this was manual. This thing usually uh, found itself. Uh, Bolted or screwed into the wall right when you walked into the class. Or next to a restroom. Right. And there was almost like uh, like the revolver of a gun. Uh, there was like four to five slots. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you could switch the sizes because there were some that would have... There was some that would just have the one standard, but then some, I remember, had like four slots you could turn, like a shower head. Yes. You could turn to like different sizes of your pencil. Yeah, different big... Like if you had a big pencil. Or, right, yeah. right. So then you insert your pencil... <laughs> Nice. We're so old and perverted. <laughs> you insert your per- pencil, and then next to it is a lever with uh, with your free hand, and then you just... <laughs> Where's your beer? Come on. Now. Oh, God damn it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this was manually sharpening your pencil. <laughs> And it was, the coolest thing is that you were not cool unless your pencil was really sharp. <laughs> so, <laughs> or had fuzzies at the end. Nice. <laughs> and you had to blow them off. <sighs> um, number thirty-two. I had this. This was the boy, um, Easy Bake Oven, and this was creepy. Oh, creepy crawlies. Yep. Creepy crawlies. I remember that one. Fuck this, yeah, man. Making th- monsters out of gummies. Number 31 is a big one for Brandon and I, and we may go on for this for a long time. I mean, we're at 45 minutes. We don't have a limit for the show, so fuck off. Um, <laughs> sorry. I don't mean to say that, but this is... <laughs> you did. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big one for Brandon and I. <clears throat> number 31, greatest things of all time for the 90s kids. <sighs> I got to build this up. I got to build this up. But here we go. Ready? Uh-huh. Fucking warheads. Ooh. That is our childhood. And I'm going to... And I'm going to... ever dreaded, ever talked. Like, it was... This thing was not only talked about in school. Yes. This thing was dreaded. Mm-hmm. This thing... This piece of candy was the one thing that almost... It, it felt like it was a goddamn fucking urban legend. Yes. You know, and people being like, yeah, man, I put a warhead in my mouth the other day. <gasps> What happened to you? I thought I almost died. Yeah, and, and, and of course, of course, there was always that one kid that said, "I put five of them in my mouth." <laughs> yeah, and then your tongue split open and bled to death. Here's the flavors: black cherry, apple, lemon, which I hated lemon. Though the no, I think from from my memory, the one that was the most sour to me was black cherry. And then they also have watermelon and blue raspberry. Now I remember all of them besides lemon being sour, but you look at that. I mean, like. We used to go to Qzar, and if you don't even know what Qzar is, it was a laser tag area, and Brandon and I creamed ourselves, because if you remember our, our podcast episode from last week it, it about aliens, the inside of it looked like Hadley's Hope. 
Yeah, it was very uh, well. Every alienish. Every I don't know how many laser tag arenas are still around, but I know Qzars was. Well, I don't. It might have been changed now since we last been. But when I remember as a kid, it felt like you were on a desolate planet. Yeah, it felt alien in a way. Yeah, like the the, the staging was beautiful. Yeah. Like not only was it foggy, you had these huge cardboard things that looked like stone, and like it it felt like you were on some kind of like distant planet. Yeah, and and for me, it was always like every time Dad went. Dusted. And what was really cool about Qzar, and this is about Warheads, and there's a reason for that. You remember, but, but I don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. Another great thing about that, about Qzar when we were kids, yeah. I don't I don't know why this stands out to me, yeah. but I remember this so often that uh-huh. I just fucking love it, uh-huh. was the staging area to suit up. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say oh, that. Oh, God, because, that was so great. So what they had was, they, they probably have changed, but when we were kids, you had two teams. You had a red team and you had a green team. I always wanted to be on the green team. Mm. I think you were with me. Because, I think yeah, green is my favorite color, yeah. so I think I just gravitated yeah. towards that. And and they had different rooms for each team, and they had staging areas. So the first staging area that you went into was you had like these you had these couple of steps, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you had the and you had the neon bar of the color of your team, red or green, and each team had their own room. So you know what the red team was talking about, right? Every time, and then what? Pretty much, that guy was just miserable at his job. He was like, "Okay, these are the fucking rules," you know. Whatever. Well, sometimes I remember there was one time there was a guy. He came like he was so into it, dude. He was so fucking into it. And I remember that time, like you and I, like we had such the biggest smiles on our face. Yeah, we were hyped. We were suiting up, and he walks in like a general. He was like, "All right, soldiers, yeah, ten hut, yeah." And we like we we were like, <gasps> and we like. We got. He we're, was like, "We're fucking, is, we're fucking space marines." Yeah, yeah he was yeah. like, his hands were behind his back in the yes. classic pose, and he was like, "This is the mission. This is your plan. Here's what we got to do to get the flag." Yeah, and we were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, like that station <laughs> area was so awesome because because of course this was when when Dad took us to Qzar. Now now fans, we're getting loud and hyped because I'm going to explain this to you for three to four years straight. I would say that's accurate. Brandon would come up in the summers, and all we would watch is aliens <laughs> for three to four years straight. And every time Dad took us to Qzar, I, I don't know about you, but I always had it that I was a colonial marine with my brother suiting up, and the red team was the aliens, you know? <laughs> and every time they came in, they're like, okay, these are the rules, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you went into another room with all the gear hanging up. Mm-hmm. And you grabbed your gear and you're suiting up and you felt like you were a soldier. That was amazing. But they always had warheads. And I remember you and I taking warheads and we were scared because I had them before. Did I introduce you to warheads? Yeah, I remember it still to this day. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. good. Good, good, good. Good story. Um, I remember it still to this day. This was, I didn't even know of warheads until you offered me one. And, uh,. As, as usual, I think we were I think we were on our way to see a film in the theater, the old classic mommy theater, which is now a church. But did we go to Qzar before? I thought <sighs> we went to Qzar. Uh, no, for, for my first experience with a with a warhead, it was on our way to see a movie, I believe. Okay, all right. I Good. was sitting in the back seat. You were up front, and uh, you know we you, you did your usual thing. We picked you up from Parkside, and then uh, we would like we chat for a minute, and all of a sudden. I can remember you tapping Dad's arm and Dad looking over at you, and he's like, Dad just starts giggling. <laughs> yeah, because Dad knew it was going to happen. And I was like, I was trying to like decode what was happening, and sure. all of a sudden you look, and you're like, Brandon, you like candy, right? <laughs> that's like, that's, that is so rapey. That is so rapey. It's like, hey, you like candy? <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I love candy. He was like, 
And then I, you, you played it up to make sure that I didn't know first. Yeah. But you were like, you want a warhead? Yeah. Thinking maybe like just in case if I knew you wouldn't catch me, I wouldn't catch you in a in a, in a ruse. Sure. But I was like, uh, what what's a warhead? And then you, I can remember being like, oh 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 okay. <laughs> You were sifting through the bag looking for the perfect one, and you pulled out a black cherry. Oh, did I? Okay. And you're like, here, man, this stuff is all the craze right now. Every kid has to have a warhead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. I put that bad boy in my mouth. Yeah. It immediately went out of my mouth. <laughs> but then but then that summer, I remember us getting hooked. Oh, yeah. Hooked. I mean, I mean, we had the bag, and in the back of the bag, it had, like, a fucking, like, danger level. Right, right. You know, it was like, you know, like, just first you put it in your mouth, it's okay, but boom, boom, boom. It was like, God, warheads were great. Yeah, like, the top of the level, it said if you could make it through the complete sour process, you were, like, essentially a badass. So, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% serious. This is what we're going to do. We're going to see if warheads are still available. Oh, they are. Okay. We got to buy some. And we got to not try it until next Friday, one apiece, and see what we think. Okay. Just to see if the memory of the awesome 90s still, you know, comes into play. Well, here's... On air. Do you... Now, since we're since we're on the subject of Warhead, and essentially the subject is sour candy, do you ever remember Crybaby Bubblegum? I do remember Crybaby Bubblegum, but I wasn't a big guy about that. I still eat the shit out of it today. Do you? I do. Where can I buy Warheads? At the mall? Uh, fuck. I think I think maybe even. Stations. I don't think Kroger would have them. Uh, I think uh, Family Dollar does. Family Dollar, okay. Because that's where I get the crybaby gum. Well, we need to buy one, and we need, need to try one each on air next week to see. Since we're talking about this, so fans, we will do that next week. But <laughs> all right, so let's move on here. Um, number thirty is this one. Probably won't talk about much, but this is scary stories to tell in the dark. I have the original three. Those are great. Those those the, are amazing. The the images are just once I the reason why like it was this um this real quick uh I actually found those in a savers savers if you're not aware is like uh it's a, it's a thrift store it, yeah it's like it's like a, a a chain it's a thrift store chain yeah um but I went in there they have I always go in there just to see their VHSs and their books <laughs> that's all I care about sometimes toys um. But I go. I always check out the book section, and I saw they were all three right next to each other. Yeah. Because I I'm also like uh, that's where I got most of my Goosebumps collection, and oh, I'm like nice. I think I'm like twelve or thirteen books away from having the original sixty two. That's amazing. That's impressive. So and I found those three together, and um, I was like, oh my god! I was like, I remember. I was showing my wife Shirai, and she was like, I remember those in the library. And we were just going on and on and on. I was like, you know what? Even though they're two fifty each, I was like, ah, a little expensive for what they are. But I said, you know what? I'm just going to get them. I think this is something important. No shit. I agree. Not even a month later, they were they were already going up in price. Oh, for 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 my eBay and shit. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, who? Because I think I don't know if they've been released yet, but I think they're being re-released with new art. And that's what was putting a lot of people up in arms. They were like, "No, man! Like the thing that scared you as a kid was the art." Because yeah, the art was what the art was fucking crazy. Yeah, it was. It was scary. It was really scary. So we're gonna do one more, and then we're gonna take a commercial break. Mm. Um, but number twenty-nine. I don't know if you ever had this. I had this. I don't know if you did. But this was the kids' flashlight from play school that changed from red, green, and blue. I did have one. That was that was definitely a classic. I, I liked that have one, one a lot. 
Um, so we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back. So uh, stay, stay tuned. Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to BREELnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. Fatality. Okay, thank you so much for joining us back. This uh, that's my that's my that's my thank you. Well, that was a little loud. I might have to edit that one out. No, no, it's <laughs> or tune it down a little bit. But uh, anyway, so we're back um, with our second. Uh, well, continuing. But uh, anyway, so we were talking about the preschool flashlight. The next one, Brandon. I don't know if if, if you were big into this one, but the next one was uh, was uh, was aim. Amer- uh, American Instant Messenger thingy? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, absolutely aware of it. Uh, I don't think I was old enough to get on that yet. I think I didn't start getting, uh, I didn't start doing messaging until MySpace. Oh, okay, yeah. Which, by the way, you're still on it. I am? Yeah. I actually went online. I was like, you know what, I'm going to look and see if my MySpace page is still up. So I typed <laughs> my MySpace in. I don't remember the password, but I remember, uh, you know, my, my forward slash. Uh-huh. And then I, I, there's my page. Wow. And then I was like, my number one friend was Brandon. Whoa. Was you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. shit. Yes, it's on there. It is clearly on there. Uh, number 26 is Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh. Bill, 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 Bill. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Now, it was, I remember it was always Bill Nye versus Beekman's World. Oh, Beekman's. Um, I don't know. I think... I don't know, man. I loved them both. Bill Nye was more educational. Beekman was more... But, I mean, Bill was also very playful. I think... Don't uh, hold me to it. I still believe his series is on Netflix. Really? Yep. Bill Nye for uh, president. <laughs> 2020. Uh, number... Uh, I, I still do this. Number 25 is the S symbol... Okay, yeah. Now I'm I didn't gonna... know that was a thing. No, that is a thing. That is a thing. Do you remember how to do it? Uh, I don't think I ever personally did it. You I, never I did can, it. I, I know the image. I've seen it everywhere, even growing up. But I didn't know that was a thing. So that is a thing, and I'm going to show Brandon right now on my phone with my notes app. I'm actually going to do it for him uh, so he can see how amazing this was. Dude. But this is that S thing. That was so cool, and I'm gonna do it with uh, I'm gonna do it with green since that's his favorite color. <laughs> this is how you make the S. You draw a line, a line, and a line, and then another one, another one, another one. Okay. Okay. And then you farthest one to the middle, the middle to the end, end to the end, and then you go S. Boomtown. Okay. That was a thing. <laughs> I didn't know that was. Especially living in a town called Swanton. Oh. The S was a thing. Gotcha. But that literally was a fucking That's thing. That's probably why it was more prevalent to you. To me, yeah. But uh, according to BuzzFeed, prevalent, it's... Prevalent, not prevalent. It's, it's according, to, uh, according to BuzzFeed, it's the bee's knees. Number 24, Gina said she was like, oh my God, I had this. I never did. But it's a briefcase full of art supplies. Oh, the Rose Art Kit. That's she she said she had that shit. I never did. 
I don't I don't know if that's what essentially what it's called, but the one I always had was Rose Art. Okay, okay. But I pretty I'm, cool. I I'm, I'm sure there was a Crayola one as well. That was the one where the rich kid had. If you were poor, you had Rose Art. <laughs> <laughs> Only the rich kids can get Crayola. Okay. You you have to know your place in society. You have Rose Art. <laughs> you had you had VHS or you had Betamax. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, I remember those a lot. Uh, number twenty four is here. Here's a great image. Number twenty four was the see through telephone. Mm. Now, yep. I never had one. I had a football telephone. Um, but it, no, I was actually, I, ne- I was never allowed to have a phone in my room, even through high school, but, um, I can remember since we're on the subject of phones, uh, the house we lived in that caught fire, we actually had a rotary phone. The first year in that house was a rotary. The second year in that house was a cord phone. And this fucking cord, my god, dude! You could wrap a body in it, like you could. It's, it's that long. You could walk around the whole house with. Oh, it, it was in- It was intense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like mom would be. Mom could like literally walk to her bedroom with it, and you'd be trying to like. <laughs> you'd be like reading a book, walking down the hallway, and get fucking clotheslined by it. You're sitting on the toilet with <laughs> with it on the phone. Oh yeah. Uh, but then once we moved into our new house, I think we just immediately went to cordless. But see, here's the thing about that because you made a very good point. I was never allowed a phone in my room. I never allowed. I was never allowed a phone in my room either. I didn't get my phone until I didn't get my football phone until I was a freshman in college. <laughs> but that was that was the thing. It was before cell phones really became out for the masses. I mean, like that was your sense of freedom. That was your ability because you could you you passed your own you passed your number out to your friends. Yeah. Um, you were like, hey, if you ever want to contact me, like, and not only that, like, your own bedroom was your own person. Not only was it your personal space, it was, it was your freedom to to talk about issues with friends all over your phone that parents didn't have to know about. Exactly, you know, and and it was it was so cool because I knew a lot of kids that I was jealous. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like, do you have a phone in your room? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Who and, are you? And like, and like, they're like, yeah, it's so cool. When I come home from school and stuff, I can see, I can listen to the voicemails my friends left me to let me know to come over to their house later on. I'm like, people, this is how we communicated, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, 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 and just to top it off, um, to talk about phones, my first cell phone ever uh, was in 2003. And I was 16 years old. And I know for people that are older, they're like, what? <laughs> but I graduated high school in 05, and I am almost 30 in January, so I'm getting up there. But in 2003, Brandon, you you still don't have a cell phone, so you're not big into it. But this is this was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my I passed my driving test. Yeah. And I was 16, and my mom said, I have a present for you. And I said, what's that? And I got a Nokia. No. <laughs> and it was a Verizon phone. Okay, and it was a silver phone with a with uh, with a blue screen, and people who are younger than us who are listening to the show, this is going to blow your mind. Remember, this was two thousand three, mm-hmm. so really not that too long ago. No, I mean it, not far at all. So I get the phone, and I'm like, oh my god, I have a cell phone. This is great. Mom says for emergency purposes only. Now you would think, as a younger person listening to this segment of the show, you're like, you get a cell phone, you can. Go online. You can do this. There was no such thing as internet on your phone. No, there wasn't. There was no app store. My phone came with one game, Snake. Snake. Right? Yep. 
So I get the phone, <laughs> and this was the thing. I only had 32 anytime minutes. Anytime minutes was... <laughs> now, here's the thing. If you had Verizon, this was the big deal. This is actually what put Verizon on the map because I Googled it earlier today because I wanted to tell the story because I knew the cell phone thing, right? Right. I knew the phone thing. What put Verizon on the map was they were the only cell phone company from AT&T, from Sprint, all those people. Now, everybody else did it after Verizon, but Verizon started first at 9 p.m., all calls are free. From 9 till 6 a.m., mm-hmm. all calls are free. You can talk however long you want to talk, and you won't be charged if you go over your minutes. Right. So I had 35, 32, whatever, anytime minutes I could talk on the phone, but it was mostly for emergency. Mm-hmm. And I remember having conversations with the girlfriend at the time, and it said, don't call me until 9. Yeah. <laughs> don't call me until 9. <laughs> yeah. Because I can talk. But then... You got smart, and you were like, oh, man, if they call me right at 9, it may not be the actual real-time 9. So you're like, call me at 9.10. Mm. Call me at 9.15, you know. Wait for it to actually go into effect. Yeah. And then in 2004, this is the end of it, I still had that phone. And my mom said, hey, have you heard of this thing called text messaging? And I said, no. <laughs> but I did. And she was like, have you done that yet? I was like, no, because I didn't know really much what it was. I heard of it. I didn't know what it was. This was 04, people. <laughs> and it just came out. And she was like, yeah, don't ever do it. And I was like, what is it? She was like, well, you know how you have voicemail. You can Somebody leaves you a voicemail. I was like, yeah. She goes, well, it's an instant message. Somebody can say hi, and you can say hi right back, and you can talk to them. And I said, oh, that sounds really cool. She goes, don't do it because, and I remember this until the day I die, yep. 75 cents per text sent and per text received, added to your bill. See the the one my the one my mother had um, was uh, I can remember it being ten cents. Oh, it was ten cents. It was ten cents to to, or unless that's what it is now. I don't. I I remember the one she had. It was it was a certain amount to actually open it, but to re um to. If you received a text and opened it to read it, it never charged you. But the moment you sent one, that's when it charged you. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you were never charged. The one my mom had, you were never charged to actually just open it and read it. Gotcha. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's how. Because I remember that because she was mm. all about it. Because I we only had, and then also this was a big deal too. Verizon to Verizon customers at any time was free. Oh wow! So if your mom had a cell phone, your dad had a cell phone, and you they both had Verizon, and you had Verizon, you can call them anytime and talk to them for hours if you want. Huh? But if you called a landline that wasn't, or right. you called somebody else that was on another network, it charged you a minute. So you constantly was always worried. And I remember in conversations when I was with my friends, I was like, "What man? What's going on?" Because I only have like ten minutes left. Right. You know what I mean. Now everything's unlimited, including text. Right, right. And like you, you had mentioned earlier that, and uh, yeah, it's true. I still have yet to own a cell phone. Um, I mean, my wife and I kind of own one together, but um, it's uh, it's one of those cheap phones that you get from our local grocery store that we put 15 bucks a month on, and we get so many minutes, so many texts. Yeah. Um, that That's okay for us because that, to me... And I'm not the person that's like fuck all cell phones, but I I do kind of resent what they've become. Um, but at the same time, I love how they are used for emergencies, and the one we have is strictly for emergencies. Yeah, I mean everything yeah. contact wise. I mean, 
I because since I'm in school, I mean, my wherever I go, my laptop essentially comes with me. Yeah. So if I ever need to get a hold of someone, I mean, bam, right there, Twitter, Facebook, everything's just right fucking there still. Which is great, you know, for now. I mean, right. Like, it, it's just yeah. I mean, uh, completely different. You know, uh, right. My whole life is on, on my cell phone. Um, and then we'll go to the next subject. Sorry about cell phones, but it's like my wife and I both have iPhones, and I know Android phones phones do it different because it's an app. But on iPhones, it comes standard on the phone. What's really cool is that when you both sign up for iCloud, um, you share the iCloud together. So anytime that she, because I forget shit, mm-hmm. and anytime she writes down anything in our calendar as a group, I get a notification. So my phone goes off and her phone goes off so we know exactly what's going on for holidays, whose birthday's who, what we're doing this week or weekend with our daughter. Right. Like, it's it's amazing. Uh, my credit cards are on my phone. Yeah. So I can pay for it. It's It's crazy. So, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've just, yeah, cell phones were it, it, it was, uh, even though the time was not that long ago, cell phones were still, it was the ancestor of the cell phone. Yes. This is very unique. Which, <laughs> I just want to let you know, and this is literally five seconds since I Googled it, preparing for the show. <clears throat> the first iPhone came out in 2007. Wow. That's not long at all. And That f- hasn't been 10 years yet. No. And, <laughs> and, and then the first Android phone was called G1, or yeah. Google One, and that came out in 08. <laughs> and look how far we've come since. You remember... Uh, iPhone 4 came out, and it was the biggest thing in the world. You know why iPhone 4 is the number one selling iPhone of all time? Preach it. It had FaceTime. Mm. The first cell phone ever where you can actually video call. That was a big deal. Anyway, number 22 was the best computer game of all time, and it will still always be the Oregon Trail. (laughs) The Oregon Trail. (laughs) Who didn't play the Oregon Trail? Shit. So that was amazing. <laughs> My family never got to Oregon. They always died. <laughs> um, I don't know this one. Gina was saying, "Oh, you don't remember this? I didn't remember this." But this was called Kid Picks Number Twenty One. It was like it was it was like Google Paint for Kids or Windows Paint Kid for Kids. Picks. Yeah. Uh... My wife was telling me on her computer, which was just a normal. It wasn't a Mac. They had this on there as as a pre-installed program, uh-huh. and it was for kids to it 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 it, it was like it's like it's like paint on your desktop computer now but back then it was called kid picks so it has all these different kid designs where they can design shit on i actually don't remember that one uh gina cried a little bit when she saw us because she did not remember in her memory you know you know that time which we've had a few times in this episode in the show where we're like oh my god i forgot and like you're so enthralled in memory and nostalgia this was for gina today number 20 number muncher oh um my computer class in elementary had that. Yes. Gina played that for hours, she said. Yeah. Number muncher. Number 20. My, um, it was for, uh, shit, I can still remember it. My third grade teacher, Mrs. Osteen. There was, uh, there was a one hour block. We had to go to the computer class. And there was like, there was a slew of computer games, but number muncher was one of them. Number muncher was the big one. Yeah. It was a big one. I remember um, that. Now we're getting to the teens. We're getting to the thick of it here. Here we go, folks. Number 19 was... When Scholastic came to your school. Oh, fucking yeah, baby. Book fairs. And all I did was Goosebumps. Yep. Uh, for me, it was Goosebumps and Animorphs. Number eight. Oh, Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> Number 18. Because we learned to keep climbing, Guts, Nickelodeon. Do, 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 do you have it? 
Guts! Guts! That was oh, that was so great. And they climbed the monster uh, mountain at the end, and it was <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, number seventeen, the hardest game in the world, and it's called what uh, what waterfall ring toss. Oh shit! It was shit. the ring toss game in the water, and your rings could never get on the fucking hook thing, the the pole thing. Remember it's a that fucking scam? You remember that game? Yeah, I remember that thing. Yeah. Number sixteen was. And it's titled, and that, is, and that is if you look at the whole world differently, Magic Eye, I Spy with My Little Eye Books. Yep. That was a big one. Number 15 was, you might come out alive in gym class, the parachute. Never did that. You never did this. No. This was, this was a big deal. Never did that. This was a big and that, what's, what's funny that you mentioned gym class because there's a guy at work um, who told me he was like, I don't know why I don't know why we got into the discussion of uh, like things we had to do in gym as kids. Yeah. But he was like, "Did you ever do the rope? Climb the rope?" Oh, I had to climb the rope. Yeah. I was like, "What? No, we never fucking did that at all. That's too dangerous." He was like, "Oh yeah, it's dangerous, but we did it." Yeah. No, I did it too. <laughs> I was like, "I never once." I and I told him I was like, "Really? I for the longest time I always thought that was just something that you always see on television." What's the thing though? They had the <laughs> they had like they had like those gym mats below if you fell, which are still pretty just. It was it, yeah. It was like a cushioned concrete. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, it was dangerous. It was dangerous. Do you know the purpose of the uh, of the of the uh, oh fuck of the of the of the thing you just shown? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what was it? It's on your phone. What is it? Oh fuck the fucking thing. Uh, the, the the fucking thing. They uh um anyway anyway fuck it. Uh, number fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the purpose? I never uh, had to do that. The purpose of a uh, parachute, thank you. The purpose of the parachute is that every kid is, you know, holding the parachute to make it up, right? Right. And you and you and, and you all put it down at the same time and then you put it up, right? And uh -huh. then somebody says you're it and they point to you and you run underneath it and you have to run underneath it and get out the other side before it comes down on top of you. What the fuck? Yeah. I never heard of that. I'm swear to Christ. <laughs> and it is and it you know what you may must not have be, heard it of must that. be a regional thing. But here's the thing though, this is number fifteen and BuzzFeed's from Canada. So Oh well, well. Number fourteen. I'm gonna do the jingle because I remember this. Alright. Oh I wonder, wonder what's, what's in, in the Wonder, wonder Ball. ball. <laughs> yep. Uh number and, and this one Wonder Ball was shit, dude. Not only did you have this fucking chocolate badass ball, inside you had candy. Which and was that like which, ball. which was like which was like Smarties candy. This one, the picture is SpongeBob. With the yeah, it was like it was more. It was like a sweet tart spree or Smarties kind of yeah. candy. And you either got a sticker or a press on tattoo. <laughs> Who don't love press on tattoos? <laughs> I, mean, I, I always hated when I got the sticker. I was like, "Fuck this sticker!" I want Where's the, my tattoo? I want the tattoo? <laughs> like, I mean, like Wonder Ball was the greatest creation. They don't make it anymore. But if you don't know what Wonder Ball is, again, if you're younger than us. Um, it was a ball of chocolate. I mean, literally a ball of chocolate, mm -hmm. and then it came in this little cardboard square box. And then when he opened it up, it had candy inside of it. You had to you had to bite into the chocolate. You ball had to first. eat the chocolate because it was hollow inside yeah. with hard with hard uh, chalk candy. Yeah, it was amazing. Number f number thirteen. Um, this made the world a little bit more colorful. Uh, this was gel pens. Fucking oh, I hated those things. Gel pens, man. They're I still hated a thing. Them. They're still a thing. I hated those fucking things. Why do you hate gel pens? Pens are pens. No, not those. Why not? What's wrong with them? That was the Antichrist. I have them at work. <laughs> I hated them because they never, they would, their ink, you know how like, okay. So these are, I'm going to try to explain this the best way I can. 
these were the pens that as you were writing, you would have spaces in between your writing. Okay. So like you, let's say I went to go make, let's say I'm going to go make an L, and right before I get to the curve to make the bottom of the L, yeah. the ink goes out and then comes back quickly to make, and then you always have to like, you always have to fill in the rest of your fucking letter. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. those things. Yeah, I remember that. I hated them. Uh, number 12 is I don't know what this is. Gina said this is a girl thing. So for all the female listeners, um, Lisa Frank. Oh, um, I don't know what that is. Um, no, idea. no idea. Lisa Frank. I think that is that a is that a brand of clothing? I don't know. It just says uh, the 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 tagline is with the help of Lisa Frank. Or no, wait, was that something you wrote? I think it was like a writing. You you wrote an article to Lisa Frank. Was that what it was? I think so. It was like, write your questions or concerns to Lisa Frank, and she would respond to them. Um, Lisa Frank, I just Googled it, um, is an American businesswoman and founder of Lisa Frank Incorporated. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to do this one. But anywho, uh, let's go to the next one. This one's a fun <laughs> one. <laughs> you just like, fuck that one. Number 11, challenging our senses... The Mr. Sketch scented markers. Fuck yeah, baby. Who didn't fucking sniff that and got high? <laughs> Non-toxic. <laughs> Non-toxic. <laughs> it says each color has a different fragrance. None of them smelled like they like the like. Yeah, I, remember, I don't know. The black licorice smelled pretty good though. Well, I mean, distinct ones, but I remember getting to like green apple or blue or uh, blueberry and being like, this doesn't. This smells like. This smells like shit. <laughs> it smells like shit. <laughs> You can put there. You can put those right there with the gel pens. The gel pens. You can right. stay in the '90s where they belong. Top ten. You ready? Now this is according to BuzzFeed. This isn't our list, but this is BuzzFeed top 48 items. We've gone through 38 already. There's there's two I haven't. There's two I really I was really hoping to make the list. Well, hopefully. Made yet. This is top ten. Number All ten. Right. Pogs. Ooh. Pogs. Yeah. That's baby. a classic. That's a classic. I like that one. I like pogs. Pogs, baby. You know what put them out of business? No. What? Pokemon cards. Oh, I truly would. believe. That would. That would. I truly believe Pokemon cards really put a dent in the Pogs. Because I remember, I remember like Pogs being somewhat of a thing in our elementary school before the old Pokemans came around. The Pokemon. <laughs> Do you remember my grandfather this summer? No. You laughed your ass off. I don't remember it. Well, remember, well, well yeah, we had tons of parties. Pokemon or Pokemon Go oh, came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know where this is yeah. going. Pokemon Go came out this right, summer, right. and we were having a barbecue, <laughs> and a bunch of kids were walking around, and, and my grandfather's like, oh, look at those kids. My grandfather's 90, so you got to give him a break. And uh, he was like, look at those kids walking around. They're on their cell phones. And I'm like, yeah, Pop. And I'm like, Pop. And I'm like, yeah, grandfather, they're uh, you know, they're trying to catch Pokemon. And what he did like, he say? What's he, was, he was like, Pokemon. What is that? Some kind of insect? Is that some sort of insect? I'm like, well, kind well, of. Kinda. There is a class of insects. Flat, kind of. It's not real, but yeah, kind of. Good job, grandfather. Number nine was everybody wore this jewelry, and my wife got one last year just to have nostalgia. But ring pops. Yep. Ring pops is number nine. Ring pops. Ring pops and um. It probably won't make the list because we're in the we're in the top ten now. But um, the same, I believe it's the same candy company, Baby Bottle Pop. Ba- baby Bottle Pop. Baby, baby Bottle Pop. pop. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. 
the glow in the dark stars on your ceiling. Oh fuck yeah, baby! Yeah, Gina had that. I Everyone know. had that yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. But so you had these, uh, you had these plastic stars, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, baby, they were glow in the dark. <laughs> and you plastered those fuckers all over your ceiling. By time you got, by time you were sexually active. Yeah. With your girlfriend. Yeah. Oh my god, it was magical. Can you I, never had to leave the room. You were outside under the stars making sweet love. Can I tell you this? Sure. You'll love this. Uh, Gina is very modest. She can be. She can also be <laughs> in control, for lack of a better word. But uh, this was when we were dating. It was our second year of dating, years ago. And uh, we were at her parents' house. We needed to watch their dog. Okay. Okay. So we go to her parents' house. The dog is now since died, and I think it's because of what he saw of me. <laughs> and uh, I, I brought over Friday the 13th Part 4 because she's never seen it. <laughs> and we get halfway through, and she's like, Jordan? I'm like, yeah, I'm bored. This is our second year of dating. Years ago. This is 2009, 2010. <laughs> and, she, and I was like, okay, what do you want to do? And she's like, you know. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what we else do you do when you're bored? Yeah. So we're at her parents' house, who are heavy Catholics, and it kind of has that Catholic stank around, <laughs> you know, where like you just think Jesus is <laughs> watching you. Stank. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Oddly enough, I know that feeling. Yeah. There's some houses you walk in, you're like, this. There is a Catholic there, stank. There's a Catholic stank. <laughs> so we go into her bedroom and we start doing, you know, what we need to do. And I look on her ceiling, you know, when she's on top, <laughs> and she has the glow and dark stickers. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking your teenage self right now. This is this isn't this is no no no. You, you you were having sex with her with her current self, but you were just you were fucking in the past. You were fucking in the in the in the in the aroma of her teenage self. Yeah, it was kind of like I, I miss my DeLorean. <laughs> uh, number seven. This is this is a big one for me. So they're still around. And they're still a big deal nowadays. Beanbag chairs. No. Oh, okay. But they've changed it, though. They've made it better for the younger generation. And, ugh, you know, make America lunchable pizza again. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Lunchables, baby. You know, I mean, but see, look, this is what I'm All I right, so listen here, baby. Listen here. <laughs> baby, baby. I mean, no, honestly, though, I was looking up at it. If you go to Kroger, right, next time you and your wife go to Kroger, look at Lunchables. They're all healthy, right? This Lunchable literally well, is terrible for you. I mean, look at this. This is terrible. And we loved it. Well, now, let's, let's, not, let, let's not say the Lunchables are healthy now, still. I mean, I don't know. Say what you will, but... Compared. Cheese, imitated meat, and crackers only takes you so far. True. <laughs> And most of them come with a candy bar. <laughs> which, I mean, okay. So, and a juice pouch. So, yes, which which this one does not advertise any of that. This one is the pizza one. This is pepperoni, <laughs> cheese, and the pizza sauce. But but the dough <clears throat> oh, was not terrible. dough. Oh, it was so terrible, man. It's like it's no different than the fucking like, TV dinners. But look at the old Cartoon Network logo. Yeah, baby. You know, like, it's Lunchables. You were not cool. Unless you had a Lunchable... And or a Go-Gurt. Ooh, Go-Gurts. Man. I mean, since we're, in, since we're in the subject of 90s food now. Yeah. Fuck TV dinners. Oh, God, I can't stand them. I can't, I can't stand Hungry Man. If you remember those advertisements about Hungry Man. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had a Hungry Man? Oh, yeah. You, you want to punch a baby. Dude, 
Remember, I grew up poor. <laughs> Sometimes all you had was a TV dinner. All you had was a hungry man. All you had was that sloppy fucking Salisbury steak with a burnt brownie and rubber-tasting sweet corn. I think the military eats better than that. <laughs> Prisoners do. I really, really believe that. Because back when I made, a, back when I made a, my second zombie film, mm-hmm. uh, which was a military one, one of the actors in the movie was an actual ex-Marine. Yeah. So I wanted to put all the actors through a boot camp. And uh, for like for a couple of days, and he headed it, so they knew how to act as a as a as a unit, you know. Right. Anyway, this is a movie I made a long time ago. Don't look it up; it sucks. But um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, but he brought in something that was really fucking cool. Uh, he brought in the meals that the that the military gets. He has them. Have you ever seen these before? Yeah. How they're in pouches, uh-huh. and if and if you have like a spaghetti. It, you, all you gotta do is add water, and it heats it. Right. And it was the worst thing in the world, and that brought me back to Lunchables. I'm like, yeah, that pizza Lunchable was terrible. It, it, it sucked. He was probably like, well, that pizza Lunchable probably would have been five-star dining. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, it was so crazy to taste it. it it's, it's funny that TV dinners, man, was like, whoever thought of that was a goddamn genius, because you gotta think about the height of the 80s into the 90s, and television was everything for us. It was everything for the family. Like, especially in the 90s, dude. Like, television was the thing. Like, parents had their programs. Kids had their programs. Teenagers had their MTV, had their VH1. Yeah. And it's like, how do you, con- how do you combine and, and, and bring the family together? Have them, and you remember the, you remember the, the flip-up trays? You could- the TV dinner trays, which my mother yeah. still has. <laughs> really? Yes, at her. That's I can- what that was. That's what that was before I gave her back to her over there. That's oh, yeah? Still, that's what that was. That was a TV dinner thing. I notice. And, oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, like, they, I, even me, like, I can remember being 12, 13 into yeah. 14. Like, we would all, like, just join in the living room with our own trays. Yeah. And just eat a TV dinner. And, and then and watch re- TV. And just realize your life is just <laughs> terrible. So, yeah. But Lunchables, I think, were cooler then, but that's nostalgia. Number six is you could put your hand and face on this one, and this is that little device with those needle thingies that, that makes shapes of your hands and face. Yeah, they would imitate the, the expression you're doing. Yes. Yeah. Number five, which Gina got giddy on this one. I don't remember this one, but this is called Sit and Spin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kn- sit and Spin. It looks like a sorry puzzle piece. You know, like, you know, like you know that game Sorry? Yeah, yeah. That's what that looks like. Well, no, that would be life. Sorry was the uh, the dome. Oh, was that, that you, life? Yeah, okay. sorry was the dome you pressed down on, and when you pressed up, it would show you the dice that how many spaces you had to move. Life was the the dial that you spun. Gotcha. Yeah. Come I, on, man. Get I don't remember shit. the. No remember number four. I'm not even sure of the picture because you know what it is. Number four is a fucking big wheel. Oh yeah, yeah, baby. Now my mother banned me from big wheels. In the late night. Well, no, in the late nights. Because no. of the Shining. No, not because of the sh- my mother's <laughs> never even heard of the Shining. What? My my mother. Come on, man. Time- this this is true. You'll never ask her because you have no reason to. But ask her, and this is true. Guess what? Last you're not going to guess. I'm just going to tell you. The last movie my mother saw in theaters was in 1996. Whitney Houston starring in Waiting to Exhale. Not the bodyguard. No, that was 90s. They were 94, 90s, whatever. 1996, Waiting to Exhale. That's the last time my mother even stepped foot into a theater. So, <laughs> God, God. I'm just telling you. <laughs> um, but big wheels were big, but the reason why uh, in the... 
when I was getting a little bit too old for a big wheel, but still like that, okay, this is definitely like your last year of big wheeling. Mm-hmm. They came out with the one where it had like the uh, it had like the brake on the side. So when you, you turn can drift, really fat, you can drift. You can Tokyo drift and it. And she was like, yeah, you're not getting that. <laughs> Hit a pebble just right, and you're in the hospital for weeks. Now, this one, this is what I was telling you. This is weird cause, because, because now this is clearly for girls. This is not sexist. This is clearly for girls. And Gina went nuts. This was the one that she went nuts on. Okay. Number three was these girly Lego princess castle things. What? These are these. I don't know the actual name, but they're like girly Legos. That's what she called it as. Oh, okay. So, um, I want to say here maybe this is Polly Pocket. Is that Polly Pocket? Because they don't say the name of the shit. So, but Gina said this was like girly Legos. Well, what she means by that is, uh, so this may not be Polly Pocket, but I think the idea is the same as Polly Pocket. Whereas, uh, in order to Let's say, um, let's say the ultimate goal is to is to have your is to have is to own the castle. Yeah. Okay. Is to own a castle. Sure. Yet, however, the pieces of each section of castle are sold separately. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So then, like, it's essentially like Legos. So let's say if you want, like, uh, there's one I saw at Target the other day where you could um, you could do the Battle of Helm's Deep for Lord of the Rings. Yes. Nice. So but yet there are there are sections separate. You see what I'm saying? Which would combine together to make Helm's Deep. I think this is the same thing. So that's like the girl version, like you know, like you know, like the girls growing up. Version. So it was like it was almost like um some of them I kinda remember are almost like uh like makeup kits in a sense. You know how like the uh, pocket mirror? Yeah. So then you would open it up, you'd have central characters, and then you would have furniture items or stuff. This is the things that essentially you needed to in order to build your ultimate like house or castle, whatever your ultimate goal was to own. Now Speaking of that, um, that is, and we're not going to get into it because this could be a whole other thing, <laughs> but that is a kind of sexist back in the day, though, if you think about it, because think about what you just said. The girls' Legos, the main goal was to probably get a castle, and then you had to buy the furniture. You had to buy this and that, be, you know, Miss Susie Homemaker. Well, I mean, yeah, like you said, that's a discussion for another time. That's but a discussion for another time. I mean, even still to this day, I mean, boy and girl toys are still separated. Yeah, I mean, well, they need to be. I mean, I mean, boy well, I don't toys. think so. Well, it just depends on what it is. So this is number two, and I'm you just to... ignore. You yeah. just like okay. <laughs> well, because that's a whole other. That's a whole other issue. Okay. Number two is my favorite thing. I'm going to talk about. All right. My favorite television show. I'm going to play the 30 second clip. I'm going to show you the video. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Fans, are you ready for this? Number two, according to BuzzFeed, greatest part of the 90s. Here we go. All that. It's all that. This is the original. Uh, oh, you remember these, remember these all images? all that. It's all that. For anyone younger that might be uh, listening, if you are aware of Amanda Bynes, this is where she got her start. After this. Well, I mean, she, she started here, didn't she? Season four. This yeah. Is, this is the for, this original, yeah. Uh, you know who was the art, uh, 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 the band? Criss Cross. This is TLC. Yes. Oh, I didn't even hear the female. I didn't see. I didn't know. Yeah. Yes. Me and music is like... Uh, this is... 
And by the way, I wanted to play this. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why I paused it. Look at that little whip. Keenan Thompson. Yeah, baby. He's on SNL. Yep. Which is the kid. So all that. Oh, my God. All oh, now, now that I'm hearing it, yeah. I could hear, yeah. All that could be its whole other episode. I mean, my God, did I love. It was Saturday Night Nick. It was 8 o'clock, all that. It was 8.30. Uh, I think it was uh, Ren and Stimpy. And then I think Just it Nickelodeon itself could oh be its own God. episode. All that. Mm-hmm. What an amazing... Welcome to Good Burger, man. Pizza, <laughs> pizza face. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, all that. Number two, greatest thing of the 90s. I 100% agree. Number one, greatest thing. Are we ready for this one? You're going to say fuck that. <laughs> you are probably going to say fuck that. You, you may not, though. You ready for this one? Sure. Okay. The number one, according to BuzzFeed.com, 48 things that are awesome about kids in the 90s, number one is... Fruit Stripe Gum. Fruit Stripe Gum is the number one coolest thing in the 90s. Really? Yeah. That is the worst gum to ever exist on this planet. I don't know. It was pretty badass. No, it wasn't. It tasted amazing. And plus, think about it. It tasted amazing for two seconds. But see, that's what was cool because the gum tasted great. And then... And then the paint job or whatever on on, on the fucking stick of gum was shaped as a zebra. (laughs) <laughs> See this now. This is how entertained we were as kids. <laughs> Look at the zebra print stripes. I mean, like, I mean, like, dude, this candy list, cigarettes, candy cigarettes. But like, this Come list on. is missing one key thing for me, and it is definitely surge. Surge, yeah. And they brought that back, and yep. it tastes just as awesome as it did back then. <laughs> surge was great. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, I mean, ze- zebra stripe gum. Zebra stripe gum. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, never like, thought of that. I thought, I thought, I thought big league, big league chew would be bigger than that. Big league chew. That's a good one. Pixie sticks. Pixie <laughs> sticks was good. And the, <laughs> and then also fun dip. Oh, fun dip, baby. The powder with that chalky stick that nobody liked. <laughs> they just wanted to eat the fucking you know sugar. Yeah. I mean, think think about how much sugar they that the parents let us consume. Pixie sticks, fun dip. Warheads. God, it, it was, was everywhere. It was beautiful. It was everywhere. Kids these days are just going to have celery and broccoli and shame, and we were cool with cancer and <laughs> sugar. <laughs> Obesity, diabetes. You know, we had it all. We had it all. <laughs> also, the... Um, I think... Another one I think they're missing, too, is... Um, now... I don't want to generalize it here because I don't think there, it needs to be generalized. Yet I think it was still a very big staple, and I know I don't. Like I said, if things are different regionally, in my area, it was uh, family night Friday pizza. Okay. Friday pizza night. Friday pizza night. Okay. Yeah, and that was a, just another. It, it goes. I think you could put it in the same category as uh, as like Lunchables. You know, like food style. Okay. But for 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 my area, it was for some odd reason, Friday night was pizza night, and that was another thing that you you bought, you sat down in the room together, and you just watched television. Also, though, that could be from a kid's point of view, to put yourself in that mindset, mm-hmm. you're looking forward all week to Friday night pizza night because you know Saturday and Sunday are coming. It Fuck is the yeah, kickoff dude. of the weekend. Now, it's two dudes in their 30s drinking beer talking about how <laughs> awesome the 90s was preparing because we record on Fridays. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. God, dude. Could you... Uh, fucking... That term, everybody's working for the weekends, 
That works for kids, too. That works for kids. <laughs> I mean, think about it. I mean, like, we are working from the time we go to school. I mean, it's ridiculous. But anyway, I mean, that was that was the top 48 list. Again, we didn't want to uh, blow our wad on all the other stuff we want to talk about. I had fun in this one. This was one of the this most... This was interesting. This, this, this was man, a great that, show. That brought me back to some things, man. Like, Skip It, I completely fucking forgot. Wonder Ball. Uh, yeah. I actually, I sing that to try just occasionally in the car. Right. Just to do it? Yeah, just to do it. They need to bring back Orbit's drink. I would really love if they would do that. That's the worst drink in the world, but they need to bring back Orbit's. I kind of remember that, yeah. That was the clear Sprite drink with the red, green, or blue or balls, jelly balls inside of them. Yeah, just horrible. Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely do, <laughs> but... No, I mean, like, it was it was definitely fun to go that. I mean, this is kind of what, you know, the bulk of podcast is, you know? Just yeah. Just talking about it. Uh, but but next, yeah, like you said, we don't want to blow our wad. There might be, uh, in the future, there's another list of things. Yeah. Of new things. So oh, we'll, yeah. There's things, I, there's things that list forgot, but I don't want right. to... I don't want to mention them here because yeah. I think we. I think this is due for another, like a part two, maybe. Absolutely, because I will end the. I will end the show on this note. I did see another list that I was planning on doing, but I found this one. I thought this one may be better, but another BuzzFeed list was uh, something along the. I'm sorry if I murdered the name, but something along the lines of um, stupid tweets that y- that kids younger than millennials don't understand or something like that. Okay. And this little girl, not this little girl, this ten year old or twelve year old or whoever is on Twitter, right, wrote. Mm-hmm. These two things. One was Justin Timberlake was in a band called NSYNC before he was famous. <laughs> and it was kind of funny. It was really funny to me. And the number one thing of all time, and I'm sorry, it was like it was like stupid tweets done by people younger than Well, that's millennials. not necessarily stupid. She was just unaware. She was unaware. But this is what the label was. Right. And the number one thing that I read, which I thought was hilarious, was some girl tweeted, Wait, so Titanic actually happened? Oh. So it was like, because <laughs> oh, no. evidently like somebody in your family showed her the movie. You know, <laughs> and, and then afterwards they're like, you know, this really happened. You know, and she's like, what? Mind blown. Yeah. What? <laughs> you know, but not Leo. But uh, yeah, I was like, ooh, I don't know. But then I found this list and I was like, yeah, this is a big list. This is a good one. Why 48? Why not 50? I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, but we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had a yeah. hell of a time. Fuck yeah, that was we a good one. We talked about a lot of shit. That was a good one. Um, I, you know, if you're up for it, I think next week should be the live commentary one. Okay. If you're up for it. I mean, we are, I mean, by next Friday, we're, we're looking at almost mid-November. Yeah. So we might as well go ahead and get it out of the way. All right. Well, next episode after this one, we'll be doing our live commentary. And uh, are we going to spoil it or are we going to wait? Ooh, I don't know. I do not know. Uh, I no. Let's let's wait. I mean, okay. I the first clue I gave. If anyone who is our age or if anyone who's a fan of movies probably guessed it right away. Yeah, that was a sure. pretty evident. That was yeah. a good hint. Yeah. Uh, I'll give another. I'll give another decent hint. Um, you know him as Frodo. Nice. And this was the movie he did before essentially jumping into Lord of the Rings. That's a good hint. May I give one that's not maybe too obvious? Maybe you can. Do you mind? Sure. Uh, this 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 next episode of the live commentary is guaranteed to jack you up. <laughs> one of the best characters in that movie, dude. Right? He's so great. Right. 
So anyway, so we'll talk about that when it comes into play. But thank you so much for downloading this episode. You can uh, check us out at uh, Be Real, which is B-R-E-E-L dot com, network dot com. Sorry, Be Real Network dot com. You can check out this show, such as other shows, such as uh, Movie Guys Podcast, uh, For Your Distraction, Basement Condition, Hey, I Like That Game, uh, Underground Hot Pot, and many, many more. Also, you can check us out on iTunes. All you got to do is just search Be Real Network, and you will see the episodes labeled Podcast. We just got done doing the Scream episodes and the Alien episodes, so make sure to check those out. And we have many more. So uh, other than that, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. And uh, Brother Brandon? Yeah. Keep it classy. Oh, brother, you know I will. You know I will, baby. Nice. <laughs>